0: Hello and welcome. I am Laura Cragen, an intuitive eating and Christian life coach. I am so glad you're here. This podcast is for women who knows her health is a spiritual matter. If you're anything like me, you have probably heard the phrase, mind, body, and spirit. But what does that mean? I am confident that I have found the details of those three God-given areas in our life. Specific mindset skills for our mind, intuitive eating for our body, and healing in Christ for our spirit. My hope is that as we discuss these life-changing lessons, we will be better able to fulfill our unique purpose in preparing for the second coming of Christ. I am so excited to have these wonderful conversations with you. Hello everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for listening today. Things are busy around here. I'm sure it is for you and I'm speaking at my conference tomorrow that's called the My Home he- Healing Home Conference. It's not my conference but a friend of mine is hosting it and she believes strongly in families and she I'm going to be talking about in one of the workshops raising an intuitive eater or eaters so if you're interested in that with helping your family learn intuitive eating um, you can look in the show notes. I'm going to Put down there a link that I think eventually, at least until after the course is over or the conference is over, that it'll finally be available for digital access for maybe a small price. And it's going to be great. So it's going to be amazing workshops about parenting and kids. Also, <laughs> this week, my daughter swallowed a screw. <laughs> Pretty good size one. It was scary and it seemed like she was choking, but. It made its way to her stomach. The firefighters came, all is well in the the x-rays, and it should be passing any day. (laughs) Nature will take its course, but kind of surprising because it's a good size one. The x-rays look really funny. i will save it for her baby book someday to have her look at it. So pretty sure she won't have to go for surgery, so we're glad about that. So lots of running around and busy life, and I'm sure just like the rest of you, but today is a cool topic because it is my absolute favorite out of all the principles. Last week was about coping with your emotions with um, without using food, and I feel like that's a very important one. But this is really one that hits the nail on the head with all the life coaching I love to do, and it is all about the body acceptance and your mind. And I think it takes it a step further with self love and respect. So. This, what we're going to talk about is the eighth principle of intuitive eating, respect your body. So let's start off with a little analogy here. I have a bulldog and his name is Tank. I just love this stocky little guy, but he's not so little actually because he is about 60 pounds of muscle. He's really, he tugs really hard on that leash and will send me flying if I'm not careful or if he sees another dog. So for any of you other bully lovers out there, you understand the feeling when you see all those rolls and those wrinkles and the cute droopy face. Like (laughs) it's so funny and cute to me. But Tank He has accepted his genetic blueprint. He is happy in his body. And we love him all the better for having this unique body. That's why he's been bred to be that way over all these years. They're not necessarily a natural dog. (laughs) So no matter what he eats or tries to exercise or whatever, he will never look like his poodle best friend. Actually, his best friend um, a couple doors down is a poodle. And his name is Freddy. And he can try all he wants, but he will never get there. He will never look like Freddy. So it's just not possible. So I feel like this analogy works really well for people. Everyone knows and loves dogs for the most part. <laughs> Maybe not my husband. He's not a dog lover. We'll forgive him. So like I'm saying, remember this analogy with dogs and you're expectations with your body size it is futile and uncomfortable to try for years and years to think you should be something different you are born with your unique DNA that will not deviate so it is time to give it respect instead remember when we talked about set point it's that point where your body likes to comfortably be and your weight without restrictive dieting and even with just eating moderately healthy or still having play food as you go through life. So it's time to start accepting it with these mindset skills, this set point that you have that you don't feel happy with. Um, And here's a small list of habit do's and don'ts you can start incorporating into your life to respect your body better. So, I always want to have you come away with some doable actions here. So, let's start off with one that works the best for you. And I'm going to list off about three of them. It's the one that you need most. So, as I say it to you, whichever one you just can tell you need to do most, do that. And there's the one in there that's, you know, pretty fun <laughs> if you get to that point. So, gratitude. You probably thought I was going to say that, but. Um, hear me out. Acknowledge what your body has done for you up to this point in your life and what it continues to accomplish every day. Whether that be it is just breathing well for you, for you mothers that have had children, that have, you've had children, and even for those that haven't had children, that you are able and equipped to just run or walk or do life. And there's always going to be someone that has it better than you or you, that has done better than you, don't compare. Just keep in your lane and try to find that gratitude that you can find. God has given us these beautiful bodies to have joy in. And if we're sitting there trying to correct it and be judgmental towards it and unhappy with it all the time, um, it, it's, it's just futile to do that and you're never going to have that joy that God really wants us to have. You know, man man is that they may have joy as the scriptures say. So look for ways to be grateful for your body, even the small things. So number 2, if this is something you need to work on, stop body checking. When you enter a room and see where you rank among everyone. That's kind of that's what body checking is. So Stop looking in the mirror excessively in the elevators or dressing rooms or the gym. It only perpetuates this judgment you may hold about yourself and how you measure up to everyone around you, like I'm saying with not comparing. So here's the last one that I thought was pretty fun. If you think of it this way, (laughs) some people be like, ah, it's a chore to shop. But so here it is. Don't wear clothes that don't fit you. This is Respect. You never think of it that way. Oh, it's just a splurge to go get clothes. or But really, it's a respect. If things are not fitting you right, and I was this way, I, my pants are so tight, and it just became so uncomfortable for a while to have that. So throw out those old clothes. I know people hang on to them because they think they're going to finally lose weight. But so throw them out and get new ones. And let, letting go of those clothes will be liberating so now every time you will look at your closet and open up that door, you won't feel that pang of despair when you saw the old ones and knew you didn't fit them. Like for me, it was despair. It, it, it got to that point where it could be just annoyance for you now, whatever it is, it's something that is taking away the bandwidth of your mind every day, especially when you go and dress yourself every day. So... Now you won't see that there if you get rid of the old ones and then you go buy the, f- the new ones. That will feel good. You're dressing yourself out of respect and you will feel freedom and relief instead. So let me repeat those three and you can choose which one feels like you need to work on the best right now. Gratitude, number one. Two, stop body checking. And number three, don't wear clothes that don't fit you. So choose which one works best for you right now. And I wanted to tell you a story about a time that I felt a lot of respect for my body. Um, and I had to give myself some grace. I mean, I was able to hike the mountain. like That in and of itself was great. You know, times before, if I was able to run up this part of the mountain, then I was going to be mad at myself. But I went to the Y at BYU, and I went and jogged up the Y. And that's a pretty big feat, but I didn't do it the whole time I just did small jogs before I could do the whole thing <laughs> and it was really it felt really good back then but I, st- I wasn't in healthy mindset I wasn't good to my mind and my body knowing I had to do it it was like pressure it was judgment if I didn't this time I thought I tried again I got to a better headspace and I was able to run and sm- very small jog because it's pretty steep And I got up there, and I felt so liberated with knowing I had did this. I felt different. I was more respectful in that I did it for myself. Um, With anyone that has ran a race or done any exercise goal, this is why I feel like sometimes it can be so fun and addictive to keep doing those races because of that feeling you get. This wasn't a race, but if those are some things that really call to you, do that. But only after you've gotten to the point where you are doing it out of love and accomplishment, fun for yourself. It um, could be in any of the smaller ways too. Of, I remember one year too taking care of my husband when he was sick for weeks. This was about five years ago and I had pretty young kids, a three-year-old and a zero-year-old <laughs> and my husband was sick for for many, many days and I was blessed with the spirit I could feel to carry on. I didn't necessarily get to go work out or make the best meals, but I I, I took on a lot, a lot of stuff during that time, and I was so grateful for my body being able to do that. And I, I just could tell there was a distinct feeling. This is beyond me. Something else is helping me, and I tried to give God that gratitude that he had done that. And same with my husband. With this last year and everything that I went through, he was able he was sustained and taking care of everything when i went to a whole month of rehab plus those months going up to rehab when i was just not able to do all the normal things in life of chores of the home and laundry and um carpools i i was able to do sometimes but he had to on the on the drop of a hat just do it if i just i had i had reached a point in my mental state where i was so depleted um so I, I could tell he was sustained through that time. And it's something I'm very grateful for in order to keep my family together. So I want to leave with you this scripture. Very, very wonderful scripture to think of when you're thinking about your Heavenly Father and how he created you. So it is 1 Corinthians six, nineteen through 20 What... Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So I hope you can find those ways that you can glorify God with your body, whether it is you take the extra time to serve, or you take that time to actually do self-care, is still glorifying body because you're doing service to someone which is yourself <laughs> and whether you're just f- finally accomplishing a, a goal of what you've been able to do with your body or nourishing it for the day in those simple small ways of a, just a normal breakfast that you have to have every day with it being something maybe a little bit more nutritious for yourself to give you energy is glorifying God so you can accomplish your purpose which And his purpose, if you've aligned your will with his. And I know that as you pray to him, you can find those things that are going to get you to that point. And know that I am here for you. If you need that extra help, please reach out to me or look at the show notes below. If you want to have a session, a free session with me, it's my intuitive eating breakthrough session. Or if you just want to sign up for my five steps to start intuitive eating, um, it's my guide that I will send straight to you. The link is there below, but hope you have a great weekend, my friends, and I'll talk to you next week. And I think I'm going to be rebranding the the whole podcast by next week. I thought I was going to do it this week or in two weeks. These podcasts come out every two weeks. So hoping with Apple Podcasts, Apple's sometimes kind of tricky to work with, but to get that set up to have it be renamed the LDS Intuitive Eating Podcast. So look for that new cover art new name to be searchable for people that really need to find it so it's going to be a little bit of work on my end but I could do it (laughs) I've gotten to this point so you have a great week my friends thanks for listening to my long-winded spiels and hope you learned something today bye thank you for listening and I hope today's show filled your soul and gave you the direction you were searching for in your health life and relationship with God I would love to stay connected Subscribe to my podcast so that you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. And it would mean so much to me if you would rate and review this podcast just down below. Your words inspire me and give me that boost to create more inspiring content to share. I would love to meet you on social media. Find me on Instagram and Facebook. Also, if this show really inspired you today, take a screenshot to share it on social media and tag me or click the share button to give it to someone else that would also benefit from these spirit-filled discussions. Let us all spread the good word of the gospel of Christ and help others in any way we can. Thank you again for listening today, and I look forward to connecting with you.